Hey there, Michael Griffiths here, founder of Referral Marketing Guru, and welcome to this week's Get More Referrals Today podcast. I want to talk to you today about where do your people sit? How do you find your people? How do you know who to sell to? Where do you go searching? What do you do? We're going to dive right into that. But as always, hey, we're not going to run ads. We don't have sponsors. If you love the show, please share it. If you love what's going on, share it to a colleague, share it to a referral source, share it to your clients, share it, share it, share it. It's a way we get out there. It's a way we can stay number one referral marketing podcast out there in podcast land, and it's greatly appreciated. So let's get into your target audience. Where do you find them? How do you find them? How do you know where they are? But before I dive into that, there's something I want to touch on to start with. See, to me, there's two ways that you can market your business, all by yourself or through other people's networks. That's it. They're the only two ways. So when you think about it, all by yourself means that you are having to turn up to networking events. You're constantly putting up content. You're doing videos uh, constantly. You're knocking on doors. You're cold emailing. You're cold calling. Like everything relies on you. What happens if you're sick? What happens if you want a day off? What happens if you want to go on holiday? Well, your pipeline drives up. And for most people, it's exactly the problem that they face because everything relies on them. So we need to be able to shift that model, that down the A path of everything relies on me to over to the B path. And the B path goes, how do I leverage into other people's networks? So when you think about it, let's just go, you go, I want to run Facebook ads or I want to be able to get on Google pay-per-click. Well, that's getting into someone else's network. You're paying to leverage into Facebook's network. You're paying to be found on Google, the Google network. You do sponsorships, you do radio, you do TV. You are simply paying to be able to get into someone else's network. So rather than having to pay to get in someone else's network, we can do it completely organically without having to pay. I feel that's probably a little bit better. If you don't have to pay, why would you pay? So that's where we talk about how do you create partnerships with other people? How do you create referral partners with other people? How do you just grow your networks and have the ability to be shared by your networks? We talk about one of our channels being live and leverage. How do you get into other people's publications, podcasts, webinars? How do you get to speak at other people's conferences? See, in essence, getting into other people's networks isn't hard. It just needs to be understood and a little bit systemized. That's not for today, but we needed to start there because if you don't understand those things, then this next part never going to work for you. And most of the time, it doesn't for most people. Most people uh, are really trying to find people. I just hope that they come to me. I just hope that they turn up. I just hope that, I don't know, throw mud at the wall and, and it sticks. So let's dive into how do you actually find where your people are? Now, I'm sure you've probably heard before that uh, the riches are in the niches. So the more you can sort of niche down to solve a problem for a particular group of people, then it's easier to be able to find 
where do all these people sit? So this is how I go about it when I think about who am I going to work with? So in essence, there's two ways to think. There is the, we do this thing for a particular group of people. So let's just say, for example, I don't know, you're a business coach or you're an accountant or you're, a, uh, you're in marketing. You can do that for everybody. You can say, I'm the accountant for everybody. I'm the mortgage broker for everybody. I'm the business coach for everybody. I'm the marketing person for everybody. And in the end, that's really hard to be able to go, okay, how am I going to find my people? Because as you know, they're everywhere. So our little brain goes, well, I can go here and 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 what happens? We really, really end up going anywhere. So instead of going, I'm the accountant, marketing person, business coach, mortgage broker for everybody, you can go, I'm going to be it for chiropractors, for engineers, for personal trainers. I'm going to be the accountant for boutique retail stores. I'm going to be the accountant for whatever it happens to be. And now all of a sudden, as you're going to see in this next bit that we're going to do, it becomes much easier when you're much clearer on who you're going to do it for. The other way you could do it is like what we've done, where we are really specific around what we do and how we do it. That that's how we stand out in our niche. Very few people have systems and processes that just simply teach how to get more referrals and client loyalty into your business. That's it. If you want Facebook ads, it's not us. If you want SEO, someone else. If you want to be able to uh, do digital marketing, great. I know enough info, but we're not doing that. We are focusing purely on transforming your referrals and your retention. That's it. So either someone wants that or they don't. And if someone wants that, that allows us to just be a little bit more wider in terms of who we can do that for. And you say that, we really just stick to service professionals. So if someone's a coach, a consultant, um, some sort of service professional, that's our bread and butter. That's what we do every minute of every day to be able to help those people grow their business through referrals and keeping clients for longer. So you need to think right now around, are you shooting yourself in the foot because you're trying to be too wide rather than trying to be so specific? And the more specific you are, the better clarity you get. I think that's super important because without clarity, you ain't ever going anywhere. So why don't people do this? Like, I didn't say anything there that was probably rocket science. You've probably heard a lot of that before. So my question is then, why haven't you taken it and why haven't you done it? It's the way we are hardwired. So we're actually hardwired to not want to go down this path because our survival brain is saying, well, hold on, I'm missing out on all these people over here and I'm missing out on those people over there and I'm missing out on these people over here and but what about this group over here and aren't I now just limiting how much money I could make? And honestly, you're not because you're not even coming close to making what you could if you just had a key group of clients. I think breaking it down like this starts for you to understand that the scarcity thinking right now is actually stopping you from being a one, two, three, five million dollar business. 
because you feel you've got to do things with everybody and now you've got fingers in different pies and now your brain goes, well, I'm going to put 5% of my brain over here and 10% over there and 20% to this section and it can't do what it needs to do at 100% focusing on one thing. So we've got to get out of that, the survival um, scarcity way of, well, if I only do it for pet owners, if I only do it for personal trainers, if I only do it for mortgage brokers, because it makes it harder to actually now know where to go and what to do and the part I'm about to get into right now. So think about, do you want to teach or do you want to provide a service around a particular thing that's just really niche and you can do it wide? Or do you do something such as accounting, financial planning, mortgage breaking, um, marketing, graphic design, web, software, etc.? Do you provide a service where you go, you know what, I'm going to provide that service because other people can provide that service too, but I'm going to do it for this particular group of people. And for most of you, that's what you should be doing. So I'm going to use uh, this as an example. I'm going to be a, a marketing agency and I look after engineers. That's my little group. So therefore, what comes now into my thinking goes like this. Where do those engineers hang out? What publications do they read? What conferences or trade shows do they turn up to? What podcasts do they listen to? What associations do they belong to? Do they work with some other type of provider? Maybe it's around software. Maybe it's a customer management system. Maybe it's other consultants. And when I start thinking about where else are they, what I'm actually doing now is starting to think about how can I leverage into other people's networks who already have the engineers. So let's break this down even further. So you might go, great, I'm making this up. Right? But you might go, great, they will they read engineer monthly. So now you ask yourself, how could I become published in engineer monthly? I reach out to the editor. I see if I can get an article in there. I don't need to pay for sponsorships. I don't need to pay for an ad. They need content. So most of the time, hey, the magazine or the publication, they're in the business of making money. So they'll always go down the path of you can buy an ad or you can pay to be able to get in here. But there's other ways around that. And with all of these things, it simply comes down to how much are you willing to create the loyalty, trust, and bond between you and them? Because when you do that, that's when magic happens. That's when doors open. That's when all of a sudden they're going to go, yeah, I'd love you to be able to write an article and help our people, make us look good, give something interesting to be able to say. So. If I'm doing these sorts of things, I've already got in my mind a bit of a vision to how it could work. You see, they're only used to what normally goes on in their world. So if someone usually contacts them 
and they go, oh, yeah, we can give you an editorial piece and you pay for it and it's $5,000 and we'll put you in there. Like if that's what they're used to doing, then that's what they're going to suggest. They don't know anything different. But if I come along and I share how my vision looks in terms of how we might be able to add value to the publication and team up and work together, and that's the key, okay? It's about there being a collaboration between the two of us. I'm happy to add some great content and make you guys look amazing and put something great for, for your readers. But if they're not used to that happening, then they've got to be able to see your vision. So you've got to be able to share your vision to how you see it working. Now, if they don't see it the same way, that's okay. The relationship eventually might bring them around or it might not. And you know what? Sometimes not everything works out. So you just move on to the next one. Hopefully you're starting to see the thinking in terms of when you niche, it's easier to find. I think that's really important. When you niche, it's easier to find. It's easier to find where your target audience hangs out and being able to go to them directly. Now, there's another thing that happens. So let's just use a, a new client of ours that's come on that we're working through this process with right now, uh, mortgage broker. And what do most mortgage brokers do? They can write mortgages for everybody. The majority have roughly about the same sort of lenders. So there might be a little bit of difference here and there. But in essence, it's, it's fairly similar. So why, if I'm a... Right, wanting, a, wanting a mortgage, let's just say I'm a new home buyer. Why would I go to mortgage broker A, who does everybody, or mortgage broker B, who does everybody, where mortgage broker C just specializes in new home loans? That's all they do. And therefore, they get on podcasts, they get interviewed, they're in other people's publications. They're talking the whole time, just simply around, hey, if you want a home loan, if you're about to buy your first home, that's what we specialize in, okay? We're the go-to for new home buyers. So if you had the option of the three, what do you feel more comfortable with? Pretty easy, isn't it? Okay, you're always gonna go to who is perceived as the specialist versus the generalist. I don't go along and, and go to the doctor and say, hey, doctor, I've got a toothache. You go to the dentist. We don't go along and, and say, hey, handyman, can you please clean the pool and make sure that the chemical balance is right? We get a pool specialist. And it's no different with you. So how are you portraying yourself? Are you actually creating the perception you are the go-to for this particular market to do this particular thing? And if you're not, you're probably shooting yourself in the foot. So let's come back to, I'm a marketing person for engineers. I went and found what publications do they, do they read and I try to find a way to get into them. I then look for what associations do they belong to. And now I look at how do I team up with that association? What sort of things do the associations do? Maybe they run events that I can attend. 
Sure, I might have to become a member. That's okay. But I look at what opportunities are there for me to be able to start building relationships with the people in their network. They've already built the network of all these engineers. I don't need to go and spend all the time building it myself. I just need to leverage to wherever they happen to be. So I've done a publication. I've done an association. Maybe there's a whole bunch that go to a trade shop, turn up to the show, go around and start building relationships with people. See, the key is to be able to find other people's networks, bring yourself into those networks, and then start building the relationships with your ideal people and bring them back into your world. That's what the key is. See, marketing is really simple when you think about it is just simply how do I bring my ideal person, the ideal person in my target world, back into my world? And that's all you've got to worry about to start with. And if you do that, all of a sudden now you're building up a audience. You're building up a pipeline of people. So let's just do this. Have a bit of a think. There's a few things for you to think through right now. Am I too general? Do the people, if I'm not too general, do the people actually know that I want to stand out in my marketplace as the number one person who solves this problem for these particular types of people? Or are you hiding in the corner and you're not sharing that at all? Then start thinking, well, where else do my people go? Where do they hang out? What networks are they already a part of? What groups are they already a part of? Whereabouts are they already showing up? And then once you've done all of those things, hey, now the fun begins because you actually get to go and play. You get to go and find these. You get to go and have conversations. You get to go and just make it up. And I'm using that language very much on purpose because if you're going, going, well, this is a process and I've got to tick the box and I've got to get this outcome, Honestly, people ain't going to be able to bond or really feel anything to open doors or to be able to help you. So you've got to pretty much play because then you'll be more lighthearted and it'll be fun. And that's what every human is more attracted to. So right now, someone has your people. In fact, multiple people have your people. You just haven't either thought about it or you haven't gone to see how can I get into those people. Creating and leveraging through partnerships is the number one way to grow a business. And in fact, every big organization, I would, if you were to ask them, sure, they might spend tens and tens of thousands on advertising. But it's always through partnerships that they get the most bend for the buck, but more importantly, it's where they grow the most. Because as humans, we're, we're conditioned to listen to other people. We're conditioned to go with the crowd a little bit. We're conditioned to what other people's opinions are. So if you can come into someone else's network and go on the back of their credibility, 
then straight away you're further down the track than what any advertising could ever do because you have to do that all by yourself. You've got no credibility on the back of anybody. So instantly it becomes so much easier. So think about how can you be maybe more specific with what you do and who you do it for? How do you make sure everyone knows that you are the go-to? And then where do your people sit? How do you leverage through other people's audiences? Hopefully that's been super helpful. As always, make sure you hit that follow button, subscribe button, uh, get more referrals today. We're on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube channel, Referral Marketing Guru. If you want to watch the video version across any of our social platforms, make sure you hit the follow, the subscribe. Uh, make sure you check out the show notes where we can constantly be getting um, your 112 guide. We've got upcoming referral growth summits, collaboration parties, so much always taking place and happening. So make sure you hang out, come and join us. And as always, hey, if you love the episode, share it. Just share it with one more person. That would make our day. Till next time, take care. Speak to you real soon. See you later.